Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. I just want to welcome you to the Rising Star Project, Lindsley. Am I saying your name right? You are. Thank you so much. Awesome. And um, I just for those who are listening, we're going to be discussing with uh, discussing uh, Lindsley Brooks' astrological birth chart, and we're going to be looking into her business. It looks like she is a feng shui consultant. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do? It sounds like you have some cool little side projects that you have going on as well. Yes. Well, I am, yeah, like you said, a feng shui consultant. I do, my whole intention is really just to bring consciousness and awareness and beauty to people's living spaces and um, also to their personal style. And then that, of course, affects their life. So it's, a, it's more of a um, kind of like a mind, body, home approach instead of mind, body, spirit. <laughs> Love it. And yeah. so what is the greatest struggle that you're having in your business currently? Well, it's really, it's about kind of getting my message um, really concise and clear enough that I can present it and kind of um, get myself out there. I'm finding that I get uh, maybe flustered or when people don't understand what it is, I almost feel like the concept is so esoteric that sometimes people have a hard time even understanding what I do, which makes me feel like I can't articulate it very well. And then I, it ends up, you know, keeping me from putting myself out there, which of course, like makes business kind of slow and low. And then I also find that I, it's kind of what we, you always talk about with like multiple passions. It's a, a little bit of like, how can I continue to evolve and bring in all the different aspects of what I'm excited about and what I love to talk about into my business so that I'm not feeling like I'm stuck just saying rhetoric, you know, or business mm -hmm. talk. So it's a matter of like 
really getting all my passions together, clear, clarifying my message, and then feeling the confidence to like put myself out there. Love it. So who currently is already attracted to you? Who's already in your sphere, your tribe? Well, um, I, I seem to attract um, women for sure. I noticed that a, a lot of times uh, people who are like hungry for, I guess, almost like a deeper connection to the spirit realm or to their intuition or like there's almost like this hunger to want to become more conscious and so a lot of times people will have me come into their house and they may even just have heard about feng shui or they might have just heard about what i do and it's more of almost like a self-inquiry or like they are kind of interested in learning more about the mysteries of how their subconscious works and how it's been showing up in their life and they didn't even know it so most of the time they feel some area of stuckness and intrigue, you know, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but so are they like, are they moms? Are they business owners? Like tell me oh, more about these people. Okay. So yeah, they're, they're usually in their thirties or forties business owners or, um, moms. Yeah, I actually have both. Um, they are pretty well off. I mean, most of them are, are successful, um, in their right or have the money to be able to bring me in. Cause it does, I guess, there's not really like this urgency to have somebody come in and feng shui your house. They feel it as kind of like an indulgence I've noticed mm. as well. Um, and a lot of times people just want to like, they're kind of feeling stuck in some area of their life and they want to have uh, maybe their blind spot of why it keeps getting stuck exposed so that they can get more growth and um, bring more awareness and kind of create some momentum or movement in their life. Love it. Yeah. Okay, so I think I have a good understanding of okay. your, of what you are doing. I've, I've checked out your website. So I want to just go into the, the three main, and I don't know if you've had a chance to check out your astrological birth chart ever in the yes. past. Yes, yes. But your three main signs are your sun sign, your rising sign, and your moon sign. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's very interesting because when I look at people's websites and then I look at their signs, I mean, yours goes like perfectly together. So you've Yay, got thank you Pisces which is a water sign. <laughs> it's a mutable sign. It's a go with the flow sign. Um, it's kind of like one of those things where Pisces, uh, they have an intuition that is much stronger than the majority of the other signs. Because what's happened is because you're the last sign of the Zodiac, you actually have a little bit of all of the Zodiac in your sign. Mm. So it, sometimes, you know, this turns into chaos for Pisces because there's so much going on. And mm -hmm. on the other side of it, it's just highly psychic, highly intuitive, um, uh, very much in touch with their uh, emotional, uh, you know, world, their feelings, they feel their way through life. So I like to think of your sun sign as like, I like, like your secret weapon. It's like, it's the thing that you see the most in yourself but it's not necessarily what other people see you as. So your rising sign is in cancer. So when you are like showing up on social media with your beautiful posts, people are actually seeing you as cancer, not Pisces. Mm. Oh, and that's fascinating because I've, <laughs> I've actually been never told that I'm cancer rising. I've always been told I'm a Leo rising. You must be on the cusp. Let me see the degrees here. You are... Well, you're 27 degrees, so at 30 degrees, it would cross over, so you're definitely cancer. So wow. Sure. But let me see if I have your, so born 221-1979? Yes. And 3.37 p.m. 3.37 p.m. In Nashville, Tennessee? Yep. 
that's it. Wow, that's really wild. I've ne- I've been doing astrology for so long and I've never been told that. That's amazing. Okay. So, okay, so when you're showing up in your marketing, in your newsletter, in social media, however you're showing up, if you're doing classes, uh, you know, in public or speaking or whatever it is. So, you know, there's a gentleness to cancer. So mm-hmm. when they show up, they're very, first of all, they're very intuitive to their environments because they're also a water sign. So again, you've got a lot of water, a lot of psychic abilities, a lot of emotional, you know, very in touch with your emotional side, very sensitive to your em- environments. Have you ever thought of yourself as an empath? Mm-hmm, definitely. Definitely. So that I would resonate in it. And the thing is when you show up as cancer, what you're really being is a mirror for the other people that are also mm-hmm. feeling sensitive to their environments. So whenever you're posting, it's like they're seeing, they're connecting to themselves on in, as the crab. They're connecting to your crab and seeing that part of them in themselves as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then you've got your moon in Sagittarius, which is really exciting because Sagittarius is like the philosopher, the traveler. They want freedom. They don't want to be tied down. They don't want to, they don't want to be put in a box. So it's kind of like your question, which is about how to communicate what you do without, I think you use the word rhetoric. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like you don't want to sound like everybody else. You want to be able to uh, showcase and communicate in a way that kind of encompasses everything that lights you up. and that can be your, one of your greatest challenges because you have your north node, which is representates, uh, represents your karmic path and your lessons. So this is going to be where challenges show up, which you have that in Virgo. So one of your greatest struggles, and it kind of is making sense that there's a little bit of chaos around how to communicate what it is that you do so it attracts more of your kismet clients is um, the order. So Virgo, I have a lot of Virgo in me, which I get a lot of people who have a lot of ideas in their head and they're looking to ground it because you have all this water, right? You've got the mm-hmm. cancer and the Pisces and then you've got fire with Sagittarius. Like we need what we need grounding. We need earth. So you've got some challenge in your chart with the North node in Virgo which is about getting more organized, um, you know, uh, being, uh, a- analyzing the data. I, I always think of like the Virgo as like the accountant, you know, the person that's um, going to make sure that they have a system in order in order to achieve their goals. So putting together a plan um, and sticking with it is going to be a challenge, but it's one of those things that you're not going to be able to get to that next step without working through this challenge, which is Virgo. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, so your South node, which is the opposite of the North node, you have that, uh, in Pisces. So again, mm-hmm. more water. So very, so your South node is like your gifts. It's like your sweet spot. It's kind of like you could do it in your sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So that's your intuition, your artistic, like very good with your emotions, like just very in touch with that world, that fluid water world. So as you can see, there's going to be some challenges in your business when it comes to, you know, even potentially making more money um, because of the, the focus being more on the intuition and the artistic. So for me, when I work with clients, I'm usually like, look, instead of trying to be more Virgo in this case for you, it's, it's more about honing in what it is you already love to do and just bringing order to that. 
So for instance, if you're leaning in with as a feng shui consultant and maybe you don't want to use that same verbiage of I am a feng shui expert or a consultant and I help people rearrange their furniture or whatever it ends up being. Instead, why not organize your language in a more intuitive and artistic manner mm-hmm. that really helps people understand what, you, what, what it is that you offer? So instead of even clinging on to a title like feng shui, like right. there's no, you don't have to cling to that. Even if you have your certification or, you know, education was in that field, um, you don't, ha- you can let go of that word and find your own creative way of, which is what we're going to do today. But what you're going to do is communicate it in a way that makes, that feels more organized to you versus like, this is my modality that I teach. Mm-hmm. Actually, the modality that you teach encompasses a whole bunch of things that you do. Right. So you don't need to cling on to that title. Love that idea. (laughs) Yeah. So the other thing that's pretty cool about Pisces is that they love style. They love luxury. They love pleasure. They're always ready for new adventures. So there's a, there's a lightness um, that I think people mistake Pisces for not being light, but they're very light. Um, Sometimes they go to the dark side because like they're all, like I said, they've, um, you know, accumulated all these other signs, but a balanced Pisces is, is very evolved. Um, very much, um, people's best friends make great relationships and partners and even, um, collaborators. Um, they like to team up with other people. So I'm wondering, uh, you know, being ruled by Neptune. So Neptune rules Pisces, uh, which is, you know, considered the planet of inspiration, dreams, psychic, uh, receptivity, illusion, confusion, all those stuff. So I'm curious if you're already so intuitive and artistic and your website already conveys that the only missing link now potentially is the person that's digesting the information. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get more clear about how to communicate what it is that you do, so you can attract more of who you're meant to serve, it's more about taking yourself out of the box mm. and really owning. So nobody put you there, but it's like just, we're not in a traditional business sense when we're doing things online. It's kind of like anything goes. And once you embrace that and you're like, well, this is what I do. This is my signature system. I combine a variety of different things from your clothing to your home to all these things. But the more important part when you're coming up with how to describe what it is that you do is you talk about the problem you solve. So in your own words right now, what urgent problem do you solve for others? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, maybe my judgment here is, is that it's not urgent enough or something or that it's not important enough of a problem. But I guess the answer for me would be um, I, I, I solve the problem of being unconscious. It's, it's almost like this, mm. I solve the problem of, of sleepwalking and realizing how much um, of their lives are being lived unintentionally. And so bringing more consciousness into their space, more consciousness in how they present themselves um, as, as women, the, like how conscious they are to being synced up with the earth and, and all the, the divine feminine aspects of things. So it's about energy. It's about aesthetics. It's about living an intentional life. And, and, and realizing how much, um, 
I guess really how much power we have to be able to like create a sense of safety and, and space and beauty around us. Okay. So to, uh, tell me this, if your ideal person, your, your ideal, your kismet client went to, is on Google and she's just researching stuff. What is she Googling? Um, <clears throat> I see her Googling probably topics about, um, how to like discover her passion, how to like kind of, um, feel like there's got to be more to life than this ways that she can, um, start feeling more alive and more present and more passion in her life. Is she already interested in like, uh, spirituality or yes. is this, she's a newbie? Yes. She's, she's already a newbie. She's a newbie, but she's, she's very newbie. interested in it. Yeah. What has she already tried? So oh, she, what yeah. She, yeah. What she already tried. She's, she's definitely di like trying to learn about vision boards and she's learning about, um, she's heard of, you know, the whole feng shui idea. She doesn't know what it is. She's, um, the idea that like our thoughts create our reality. So it's, everything's just kind of really, I mean, I'm sure you remember it too. It's like that beginning stage where you're like this insatiable appetite to learn as much as you possibly can about all things um, metaphysical and new agey. And, and you've almost like never been allowed or you've never um, even known it was a, an option to dive into it. And so you can't get enough about astrology, about numerology, you know, all of that. Okay. So interesting that when you go to your website, the first thing that you lean in with is I'm a feng shui practitioner and personal mm -hmm. stylist. So there is like, I call this sacred living. So a homepage should truly be all about your person. Oh, okay. Okay. So when you're describing what it is that you do, you actually just make it all about them. Like, have you ever, so think about it this way. If this person's Googling stuff, like, you know, how to discover my passion, you know, how to create a vision <laughs> board. Those are, those, those are all blog posts or video trainings or a podcast <laughs> titles. Like those are things that you would should, you should draw into. Like those would, mm. if you can make a list of 10 things that you think she's Googling and then go create content around that. But your homepage should really be like, do you spend hours and hours searching about like law of attraction secrets? Um, you know, how to rearrange your furniture for greater growth. Uh, have you ever, you know, have you purchased tons of books on the feminine divine? Like you start listing out all the things that she's tried and you do, and you can even say like, and you do this because you are, you know that you've been called to step into a bigger role and discover your true passion and your, your spiritual passion that spiritual path mm -hmm. now you've got her attention yeah like yes I do want that and how does she know that I've googled all those things and you know so because we're now making your work more about her mm -hmm. so when you describe what you do take off all the things that you do and focus on the problem that you solve for her mm -hmm. yeah that's so good so you I can take some of these words oh go ahead I was going to say, I think that's where I've been stuck is I haven't really known what the problem is. I know that sounds so silly, but I have not really known what it is that I solve or what it is that I'm helping truly at the end of the day, what it is that I help them solve. So, okay. So if we look at your 12th house, which is your house of like karmic debts. So I have a workshop, it's called the Kismet Client Workshop. And we do a lot about the 12th house because 
my belief in business is that your kismet client is you three years ago. Mm. So if you, if you went back to old journals or old Facebook posts and you started looking into like, who was I three years ago? You know, you would start to say, oh, I was reading this book. Oh, I, you know, wrote a book on this or I, you know, started going to these meetups and I got interested in yoga or whatever it is. So you're a little bit ahead of her, Mm -hmm. not far ahead of her, but you're three years ahead of her. So the easier question is not so much like, I'm not sure what problem I solve. It's like, who was I three years ago? Mm -hmm. So I can go back and be the solution for that person. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So your 12th house is ruled by Gemini. So Gemini, I have so many cool, I'm Capricorn. I love Gemini because they're like, I'm more introverted and Gemini just want to chat. They're ruled by Mercury. They're all about communication. They want facts. They, they want to chit chat. They want to explore that. It's like, they're an air sign. So they're like, they have a lot of ideas up in the air, right? Up in their like crown chakra, just kind of floating around there. Right. Mm -hmm. But what they don't have is like, they're not as in touch with their feelings. So when you're thinking about the person that's discovering their passion and spending all this time Googling, it's perhaps that she hasn't totally harnessed her emotional world, Mm. which is why she hasn't been able to find her passion because somehow there's a disconnect. And it's kind of beautiful because you have so much water. (laughs) So you're like the natural pick for her because she's like, I have no idea, but I know I'm supposed to work with her because she's written all these things, how to do a vision board, you know, how to manifest things, how to, um, you know, you know, uh, rearrange my, my office so that it it sets up with a good energy and vibration, how to create more harmony and beauty in my space. So I feel amazing. All those things are like interesting to her, but there's deeper work. So when you think about that, your problem that you're potentially here to solve for this woman is to help her discover her passion through spiritual and emotional work. Something around that line so Mm -hmm. that you can really use your best assets, which is all of that water. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, that's so good. (laughs) But your biggest challenge is keeping yourself organized in that signature system. When you finally get her as a client, it's like, what are my steps that I'm going to take her through right? That's the Virgo. That's your biggest mm-hmm. challenge. I got to be orderly with her. So she, so she doesn't go off in the air. Like again, she's going to be up in the clouds again. We're trying to bring her down, get her in touch with her feelings, create some roots, but you've got to have that system. And your, I would assume that your system encompasses all of the things that you love from mm-hmm. style to feng shui to feminine divine to consciousness to whatever else that you do, but it's a step-by-step and it will be up to you to figure out what order you're going to start her at, Mm. where you want to start that journey with her. Gotcha. That's so good. So let's see if I can, we've got a few more minutes here. So let's see, we've got, we've got, okay. You've got Chiron, which is a comet um, in Taurus. Okay. So Chiron is basically your insecurity and weaknesses. So we already talked about the the big challenge, you know, with the, with the North node in Virgo, but now we've got Chiron, which is basically, they call it the wounded healer. Um, it's basically a part of yourself that you need to heal. 
And I always find that the best way to heal is to start sharing your healing path in your work. So when you're thinking about your kismet client and how she's on, you know, she's potentially ready to go down the spiritual journey of really doing this inner work, connecting to her emotions and all of that. So your biggest challenge is not so much the emotional part, but your challenge is, is the more material stuff. Um, so Taurus, you know, I think the ruled by Venus, um, obviously it's love and beauty and all that stuff, but Taurus, Sometimes, I don't know if you had a childhood where money was lack or, um, you know, there was, you weren't, you didn't receive enough emotional support. There's something about hmm. the past that like, someone like the little girl that needs help, that needs uh, some ha little hand holding or sister, I got you. Um, I don't know if it's a mentor, hmm. um, but it's like, you're overly cautious with money. Um, because of this challenge, this woundedness that Taurus has brought, because wound, because Taurus is highly driven, you know, loves success, loves material things, like mm -hmm. loves fine fabrics, you know, like all those Venus things. But when you've got Chiron and Taurus, that's a challenge. That's now mm -hmm. like, it, like, will I accept the money that people give me? Oh, right? wow. Yeah. It's, the, yeah. it's the opposite. So this is where it's going to be your challenge where you can, you know, know exactly the problem you solve and how to communicate it and have a signature system. But if you feel uncomfortable, like if you have that insecurity or weakness that on some level of, I'm not worthy of money, I'm not worthy of being a leader, whatever that is, that's going to be an, another challenge for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think I know exactly what it is. Do, would you like me to elaborate? Or, sure, or, yeah, let's oh, do it. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, I think um, as you're talking, I'm realizing, so I actually was raised in a very well-to-do family, and so I think my insecurity is actually, can I provide for myself? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like that element of like, you know, there's always been some leverage or some um, connection or some way of being able to get where I need to go. But at the end of the day, did I actually do any of it on my own? And my insecurity is, can I actually do it myself? So and there's a saying that, you know, Chiron and Taurus, they find it hard to trust in the abundance of life. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you, if you recognize that now, and you start, like, maybe you start writing some blog posts about it. You're going to start to be your own healer mm -hmm. through sharing that. Because I'm sure your person, because remember, your person's you three years ago. She's got a little of that, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. right? She's studying it all, like, but maybe she hasn't manifested anything because she doesn't truly trust in the abundance of the universe. Yep. That's so true. That's exactly where I was. Yep. Yep. And then you've got... Your midheaven, which is ruled by Aries. So this is also actually makes perfect sense. So your midheaven is your 10th house. The 10th house is your, you know, life's work. Uh, so when it's ruled by Aries, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's a fire sign. Um, they're the go-getters. But Aries is indicative of the very beginning part of a process, right? They're not going to be like Capricorn, like where I'm going to, you know, like Aries is the idea person. They got the fire, they got the passion, they came with this cool thing, whatever. And then it moves into Taurus, which is the next sign. It was like, okay, we got to ground it. We got to ground that idea. So when you're thinking about what programs and offerings that you sell, 
what you're focusing on is the very beginning of their journey. So some people like myself, like I'm Capricorn, so I am, and my midheaven is ruled by Capricorn, which the 10th house is ruled by Capricorn in general. So someone's going to come to me for like money, um, like all the, the further along in the process where you're going to focus on your area of genius is the very beginning process. Like maybe it is about creating vision boards in your programs and maybe it is about writing down their goals. It's going to be those early, like what lights you up, you know, let's do some healing work. Like it's the early stage mm -hmm. is the part that you focus on. Awesome. Yeah. So good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, it's like, it was almost there. I mean, how long have you had your business? Well, I know it. And you know what? I, that's so true. It's like the, the, everything you're saying is there's a lot of um, validation and confirmation. And then there's just a slight tweaking. And I know, I've been feeling it in my gut that like that there was just a few little tweaks that that's all I've needed to be able to kind of start getting more traction. But I've been, goodness, I feel like I've been doing this for since about 2013, 13 or 14. And, um, so, but it keeps evolving too, because as the Pisces, I, that whole, like have to go with the flow and whatever I'm in the mood for and whatever is lighting me up is kind of always getting like brought into the mix of my, of my brand. So yeah, it's been, it's been a learning curve. Well, this very, this, like you have three, yeah, three questions on your homepage. Those three questions need to be the questions that your person um, is, you know, Googling. Mm -hmm. And I would make this much larger. So okay. like a little note down here, that's your little love note to her. This one is going to capture her. We want to get the super potent, powerful questions. I said, okay, yes, I just answered yes to all three of those questions. I'll continue to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I'm so looking forward to listening to this recording again. I know. <laughs> I think there's a lot of golden nuggets. And, you know, when you re listen to the replay, you know, maybe Google like, you know, Chiron and, you know, Google the Medheaven and just like get more. Absolutely. Some of those things because we obviously just did a quick reading. But I think you're well on your way. I think that you're, there's more than enough people out there that are looking for the work that you do. And I think just recognizing and maybe going back and just looking at those old journals or your mm -hmm. old Facebook posts and like, what was I reading back then? You know, like, was that, was that when I got into feng shui? Cause you don't know that maybe the person wants to learn feng shui from you, mm -hmm. right? It's not even that she needs to do it for her house. She wants to learn it because she's interested in sharing that with others. Totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Angel. This is awesome. I'm so grateful and so Yay. honored to be your first person. That's Yay. great. Oh my gosh. I, can't <laughs> wait. I hope everybody enjoyed this session with Lindsay Brooks. Um, if you don't have any further questions, Lindsay, I'm going to send you on your way to go work your magic on your website and fine tune and embrace the challenge of Virgo. Virgo is all about selfless service. It's all about organization, getting a little bit more analytical, but not necessarily like just analyzing the numbers and profits. It's also like, how do I get more clear? How do I get more organized in the delivery of what it is that I do so that mm -hmm. whoever's on the receiving end totally gets it? Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much. Awesome, girl. Yay. All right. Have, have a great day. Rest of your day. Thanks, thank everybody, you, for please. tuning in. And we'll catch up again in the next episode. Bye. Bye. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Rising Star Project and I hope you enjoyed and gained tons of value out of this session. 
with Lindsley Brooks, who is struggling to figure out what language would best describe what it is that she actually does. And we learned that sticking to old traditional titles is just not gonna cut it. So if you're struggling with discovering exactly how to communicate what it is that you do and what urgent problem you're here to solve, Try detoxing from some of the old language and titles that we've heard year after year and instead find your own voice in describing what it is that you do. Just make sure that you're clear about what problem you solve because the next best thing is when someone asks you, wow, how do you do that? If you'd like to learn more about the Rising Star Project and want to gain access to your astrological birth chart, I encourage you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica. Learn more at holisticfashionista.com. Thanks again for tuning in. My name is Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista. Have a great day.